In January, Hughes Room closed its doors and the owner abruptly said it was because the money had run out. Volunteers are now taking over the space. They're rebranding it as Hughes Room Live. It's a nonprofit space for live musicians. We have uh, Grit Laskin on the Laskin rather on the uh, phone right now. He is a guitar maker and a musician who's been helping relaunch the venue. And uh, your first show is April 22nd. I appreciate you being here. Oh, glad to be here, Kelly. Thanks for your interest. So how did you get the funding for the project? Is this through donations? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, there's a GoFundMe site that people have been donating to, and some donations have been coming in privately to the lawyer who first put this working group of volunteers together. Um, but we've been uh, delightfully surprised by the support, not only people putting their money down, but writing us notes of support and thanking us for keeping this venue going, etc. It's been gratifying. And the donations were up to about 113000 you say. Uh, how long would that keep you running? Well, uh, it's good to start, but essentially we are a startup. Mm-hmm. We're a whole new company, and there was a lag time in getting bookings in the rooms. There's lots of gaps. It's going to take five, six months to really be up to full booking, running 20 or 22 shows a month, which is what it did and what is required for it to be viable. So uh, in this startup phase, we just need cash like any other business to be paying salaries, paying rent, getting supplies in. And we're almost halfway to what we project needing uh, six months, seven months down the line. We were projecting and looking at what's going to be required. How do you make Hughes Room work, you know, at a time where in Toronto, live music rooms across the city are closing? Well, interesting, this room was viable. It was only Richard Carson, the fellow who, who started it and ran it, he was dealing with debt issues from the beginning, and they were only getting worse over the 16 years until it just became un- unworkable for him. And we are a different company. We, we don't have anything to do with his debts or his company. Um, so without that burden, we had a look. We had some accountants go over the books, and it's viable. There were people coming to the shows. That wasn't the issue. So what are you hoping to uh, use use rooms for, use rooms for uh, uh, as far as genre goes? Well, it's going to continue, of course, to be the folk and roots place it's been. And under that genre umbrella, there's blues, there's acoustic jazz, there's world music, there's singer-songwriters, there's Celtic music. It'll all be there as it was before. But in addition, when we ramp up, solidly to being the nonprofit board and having memberships, and we're designing all of that right now, then we see it as a community hub where community groups can use the space during the day Hmm. before load-in sound check times, or perhaps even during summer months when a lot of the people who might go to this kind of club are off at one of the 35 folk festivals in Ontario or other music festivals. Um, when attendance seems to drop, there may be other uses for this space. It could be it could be uh, theater, it could be comedy, it could be um, uh, you know authors festivals. We're not sure. We're just exploring everything, and we'll eventually get the word out to invite the community to be a part of this and for it to become the community hub that we're all envisioning. I know it is a big community hub. I actually literally lived across the road. I could open my window and look at the marquee and find out who was playing at Hughes Room for years. (laughs) The the new owner of the building, you negotiated a three-year lease with him. You're hoping to buy if it ever comes up for sale, but you're not married to the space. So Hughes Room Live could just be a concept and could move to another space later. 
I mean, it may have to. We think the people who bought it, their long-term hope is development of the, of the area. Uh, we don't know for sure. That's just our best guess. So it's quite possible after three years we have this cushion of time. We'll have to be looking for another venue. And we've already been having little discussions with some people and kind of trying to get ahead of that, too. Ideally, if we could have bought this building, that was our first choice. Mm. And, and then we could have upgraded it for accessibility, which it needs, and could rationalize spending some money on, on fixing up the kitchen, etc. That's a lot more money, though. You've yeah. got 113000 You've got a, a building on uh, Roncesville at Dundas there. That is a big amount of money. Oh, we do know that. I mean, it, we know what it's sold for, and, yeah. and, and we know what prices are in Toronto. So there was no guarantee we could have done it, but we wanted the option mm. should we uh, find financing. Listen, I know you have to get going great because you're a busy man, but uh, April 22nd is the first concert. Who's going to be there? Connie Calder. And how do we find out more on uh, Hughes Room Live? Uh, well, HughesRoomLive.com, and you have all the information, or you could call... You know what? I don't have the phone number in my head, but you know, it's on the website. Who's calling anybody anymore? If it's on the website, the website is HughesRoomLive.com? Yes. Perfect. All right, Grit, thanks for joining us, and I wish you the most success. Well, thanks a lot for your interest. Thank All you. right. Cheers. I love that. You know what? If if you can't... Uh, if your club's going under, it's kind of nice to get together and have all these music enthusiasts say, hey, wait a minute, let's keep this thing alive. This is our thing. It's community. I love it. All right, Hughes Room uh, lives once again. It's talk Radio, AM640 Toronto.